Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Ridge Public Library's official podcast, part of the story. I am one of your hosts, Sage Black, and with me today I have... Claire Brown. Hello. We are doing, oh my goodness, <laughs> the 1986 time capsule. Yes. So if you're a listener, long time, hopefully, mm-hmm. hello. Um, we did 1999 as our season premiere episode because yes. one, Sage Black was born. That was my birthday. In that year. Thank you. And <laughs> telling on myself, <laughs> my birth year is 1986. An amazing year. Right. We're about to find it has out. to be. Um, so we're just going to run through some like interesting tidbits of the year. Things that have they stood the test of time? Are they still in the lexicon? <laughs> Do we know these things? Things that went wrong, perhaps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> things that went right? Who knows? Yeah. 86 was a, a year of the wrong. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll find out. Interestingly, 1986 was designated as the International Year of Peace by the United Aww, Nations. So like that's the vibe <laughs> that we started out with apparently. As we're about to see, yeah. I don't think that's the case. No, things went wrong pretty quickly <laughs> in 1986. Um, so one of the biggest news stories of 1986 is of course the Challenger disaster, yes. which occurred three days before my birthday. Awful. So like my parents, um, when we were born, all three of us, they bought the newspaper on the day that we were born as like a keepsake thing, right? So I'm February 1st, and there was still massive coverage of the Challenger explosion. So a little bit about it, if if our listeners don't know, Mm -hmm. is the Challenger was a space shuttle that had seven astronauts on board, but also a school teacher. Which is incredible. Yeah, so incredible opportunity. And, like, in the United States, like, all of the schools were broadcast this live because this teacher is going into space. And within, according to what I'm reading, within 73 seconds of launch, it exploded. Horrifying. Yes. Horrifying. And, like, Like, they had no answers for months mm -hmm. because they had obviously... We know about like space stuff. Hello. They had had, well, they had had like a lot of, you know, well done launches in the past mm-hmm. and successful missions. Yeah. So there was nothing to suggest that this one wasn't Would going be. to be like that. So it's amazing to me. And I think about like how it must have been to watch that live. Well, like tens of thousands of children. Yeah. Like in school, so excited. And then. And that happens, you're just like, wait, what? Yeah, like it would seem unreal. Like it would mm-hmm. seem like you're in a different timeline of like kind life. Of, yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's I still sad. have my newspaper from February 1st. <laughs> what a nice memory. I know, it's so weird. Like, anyways, but 1986 started off with a lot, a lot happening. Yeah. And then, I mean, smaller news, but news nonetheless, and something that still is around today. On February 3rd, Pixar was founded by John Lasseter with Steve oh, Jobs. Steve Jobs? Yeah, so the first iteration of Pixar was that. very, like, computer-centric, obviously. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't sense, purchased yeah. by Disney until, I think, the late 90s. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure way. that the first to- Toy Story is even Disney. I think it might be Pixar only. I think it is only Pixar, yeah. So, oh, so correct, interesting. Us, correct us yeah. if we're wrong, Sounds dear right listeners. To me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it's very interesting. And then in February also... Uh, Haley's comment came to the closest point to the sun during its second visit to our solar system in the 20th century. Mm. So the last time that it had been in our solar system before 1986 was 1910. Wow. Yeah. And that's like a comet that we like know about. 
Like, you, you've heard about She's Haley's. still coming around? Yeah. Ooh. So it it comes around, which like I don't really understand how that works. It how does it like leave and come back and like everything's fine and we're just supposed to think that everything's fine? And 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 they tell us like don't worry, it's yeah. not gonna hit us. I just I feel and they know that for sure. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, space I feel cool. weird about. It. I love space. <laughs> Me too. But it's, but it's weird. Terrifying. Yeah. So yeah. like less than three weeks after the Challenger disaster, mm-hmm. the Soviet Union, as was, mm-hmm. uh, launched the Mir space station. Which became, like, a well-known space station yeah. for many, many years. So, them. like, good for them for not canceling their mission. No. I would have had pause myself. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Like. But they, they probably thought, like, oh, no, that won't happen. Well, and it was still probably during. It can't during, happen twice in one year. Yeah. <laughs> it was still probably during that, like, Soviet Union, U.S. Feud. Yeah, like yeah. Cold War, like we want to do better than you. Absolutely. It's a race a to space. Petty, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit so, of pettiness happening. Interestingly, yeah, launched, and also for the first time in 1986, mm-hmm. similar date to the launch of the Mir space station, the United States Senate approved a treaty outlawing genocide in 1986. Seems a little late. It does seem a little late. <laughs> when I was reading that, I was like. Okay. Seems like a few hundred years too late. <laughs> yeah. Seem, seems like it. And yet. And so yet. interesting. Like, 1986 was a big year for, like, a lot of things that we know now. Yeah. So in March, Microsoft held its per- first public offering for stock shares as well. Oh, wow. So obviously the company would have existed before then, but they went public for the first time and became Huge. Microsoft yeah. <laughs> starting in 1986. I don't know. A lot going on. Yeah. In in science news, other science yes, news, yes. biological science news, the first child born to a non-related surrogate mother happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, Look so like that. with an implanted embryo. Wasn't it just recently, too? I think it was that people had a surrogate, but the eggs were frozen like 30-some-odd years ago. Oh, yeah. For like I, the first I heard time about something ever, like the, that, like, too. The longest ever frozen embryo was born. Which Pretty is kind cool. of weird, also. Like, 30 well, years? Why is your embryo waiting around for 30? Uh, well, donated I think, embryo? I think they were donated, yeah. and they were just like, if you can use them, use them. And it worked. Yeah. And that's pretty Because science. Pretty cool. Science is amazing, I and know. I love it so much. So much. Very interesting. My favorite fact, I just have to say, because I, I like making fun of Claire and making her feel old. <laughs> um, Chernobyl happened yeah. <laughs> in 1986. When I saw that, it's like the first thing on our list. I was like, wow, that, that seems like... It was a really, really long time ago. And it is a long time ago. It, yeah. Nearly 40 years. Isn't that cr- Oh, Yeah, I'm having a moment. But <laughs> yeah, I... Chernobyl. So I don't know a ton about Chernobyl, obviously. I was just born. It happened mm-hmm. in April in 1986. So not a lot about it. I think what I know the most about it now, or what I understand the most about it now, is from that HBO miniseries, Chernobyl. Yes. Because it... It's very grounded in science and fact and, yeah. and everything else. And it also got me reading um, mm-hmm. a book called, um, I think it's called One Minute to Midnight or something. Okay. And it is a book about like the minute by minute what happened oh, the at Chernobyl. Chernobyl. And I listened yeah. to it and it was so well very, done. It's, it is very interesting. Just like what, 
like every little thing that would have to go wrong yeah. went wrong for Basically. this to happen. Yeah. Did Crazy. you watch the miniseries? Um, no, I didn't. I 100% recommend it. We I have it here it at the really library. Good. It's also streaming on Crave if you have the oh. HBO package. Okay. So basically, the rundown of it is a mishandled safety test happened at Chernobyl um, near Priya, Priya Pact mm-hmm. uh, in the Ukrainian part of the, at the time, Soviet Union. And the radioactive fallout from the accident was concentrated near Belarus, Ukraine, and Russia. It's estimated that at least 350,000 people were forcibly resettled away from these areas because Mm -hmm. of radioactivity, obviously. And so what happened, according to the show, according to the (laughs) book, according to my knowledge of nuclear physics, Mm -hmm. which is not a lot. Yeah, um, minimum. Which is basically they were trying to see if they could stall the reactor and restart it in mm-hmm. case of emergency. Yeah. But what <laughs> they did was they stalled the reactor and then had a day shift come on. Yeah. And the manager was like, just leave it stalled. We'll do it in the night. Mm-hmm. And when they did it in the evening, they didn't realize that all of the things that were happening in the reactor were happening. Yeah. And all of the safety... Uh, things that they thought that they had to fall mm-hmm. back on didn't work because of the long stall yeah. of the reactor. So now they know. <laughs> well, it's horrifying. And, it like, we, like a society, like, they built a dome mm-hmm. around Chernobyl that's only expected to last, like, 100 years. So oh. if you think about how long ago Chernobyl happened, nearly yeah. 40 years, they just finished the dome... I think in the early 2000s. Like, we need a, we need a better a plan. solution. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what's so crazy, too, is, like, there's, like, tours you can go on where they, like, I would go never. around. I After don't think you can get to a After reading certain... the book, I would never. Yeah. Like, first of all, you should never because, like, well, like horrible radiation. things happen there. Yeah. Yes. But, like, radiation has a half-life of, like, tens of thousands of years. Mm-hmm. So it it's didn't happen long... Yeah, it didn't happen long enough ago. No. Also recently... Literally last week, yeah. after I had seen this, and we were, I knew that we were putting this together, because your phone is always spying on you. Absolutely. Um, an article got fed to me on, I think, Twitter, mm-hmm. about scientists talking about, for the first time, they saw rapid evolution during our lifetimes. And so I was like, I'm interested in that. Tell me more about that. It's about the frog. Yes. Yes. Because of radiation. Yes. Yes. So in in and around the area of Chernobyl, obviously there are still plants, wildlife, Mm -hmm. etc. And there were these little frogs that were native to the area, little pale green frogs. Mm -hmm. And nondescript, just a frog. Just a frog. And now the same species of frog is nearly black. And it happened over the course of nearly 40 years. So what scientists scientists are saying, basically, is that the melanin in the skin of the frog helps protect them from radiation. So when frogs, like, you know, in the 80s, when when it happened, the frogs that didn't die off would have been darker frogs, where it just gets concentrated, 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 and now they're like little black frogs. Yeah crazy i love science i know like it's so cool <laughs> but like the fact that it happened horrible yes but yeah and and the like because evolution like it happens over like millions of yes years sometimes, that's why right? they were like it's amazing that to we be able to see, see it in real time very cool like in a small case study i was 
just blown away by I it. I think I saw a similar one too, but it was about like birds and the colors of their feathers like changed quite a bit too. Probably. It was very interesting. But even when we think about like there are full abandoned villages and mm-hmm. towns. Like with buildings, with playgrounds, yeah. with everything. Mm, that's so sad. It is. It's incredibly distressing. And all of those people who were just like having a day. Oh, and, and then and then die like horrible deaths. Not yeah. even, but like just are upended. You can't bring yeah. anything. Everything you own has to stay behind because it's all radioactive. Yeah. Just because you live there. I know. It's insane to me. I am absolutely obsessed with Chernobyl <laughs> because... It seems like, yeah, what you were saying, it seems so far away Mm -hmm. that, like, we would never, as a human society, we've come so far, we would never. Have we? Mm. I don't know. I mean, we only banned genocide, like, 40 years ago. Exactly. So So it's just, it's very, I don't know. It's very interesting. And, like, the official death toll of Chernobyl and the estimated death toll of Chernobyl could not be more different. Yeah. So it's hard to say well, what the I true mean, cost of it was. Because there's probably people who weren't maybe as close, but yeah. obviously got irradiated and yeah. like probably died, you know, however many years or later. Or childhood cancers exactly, that came up right? and all kinds of things. So it's, I don't it's know. so hard to say, but probably a lot. Yeah. A lot more than they think. Like, I, I can't even imagine watching that unfold either because, yeah, you could be on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. but we don't know. You know what I I I'm gonna go off. It, it's a it's a related tangent. But, <laughs> um, so they are harvesting steel from like shipwrecks mm-hmm. in the oceans mm. before a certain year. I think it was like sometime in the 40s or 60s. Um, basically before like the first atomic bombs were okay. dropped. Because ever since the world has just been like a little bit more radioactive in the air. Yeah. Um, not enough to hurt you, but. You know, from all the tests we've done, all the yeah. all the nukes we've dropped, all the sciencing we've been doing, it's a little bit more <laughs> irradiated. So, like when they make steel, it's because there's iron ore and they pump oxygen into it, and that's how steel is created. The oxygen that they're using, because it's just a little bit irradiated, that then makes the steel a, a little, little bit, bit radioactive. So, oh my goodness, in specific things like medical, like medical instruments, like very specific things where there has to be a very, very low amount of radiation in the metal, they've started harvesting that metal from shipwrecks that happened before that certain year. How interesting is that? One, I find it fascinating. But two, I love that someone like thought of that. I know. <laughs> that they <laughs> were like, you know what, <laughs> we probably have some shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's harvest. Let's go get that. Which, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. We love that. But yeah, so interesting. That's... So the world is just a little bit more radioactive every day. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Everything is good. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a little, little fun fact for you. I like that story. Mm-hmm. I love science. I love space and I love yeah, science. I know. <laughs> I I love what people are able to accomplish, and I, like, even, like, if we're looking at Chernobyl, mm-hmm. disaster, everything went wrong, but then they were able to mitigate that. Yeah. Like, they, like... Do their best, at least. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's not perfect. It's not a perfect solution, but they were able to science it mm-hmm. so that it wasn't more the literal worst, Yeah, like, for it, an entire half of the globe, which That's it could crazy. have been. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, oh, science. Science is insane. (laughs) Wildly, 
wildly switching topics yes. now. Uh, to. Pop culture of the 1980s, mm-hmm. I think, holds like a special place because, like, for me, those things from the 80s sort of became my things from like childhood. Yeah. So like definitely movies that I was too young to be watching for sure. and <laughs> like all of that for sure. But there are things that just were so part of our like pop culture lexicon yes. that are still part of it now. So we have to start with the debut of the Oprah Winfrey show nationally in September of 1986. That's crazy. Yeah. I feel like she's just been on the air forever. She has. Yeah. Because like we're talking so nationally. So she would have had her like smaller Chicago mm. show. Yeah. And for however many years, I'm not 100% sure. And so she went from 1986 to 2011, which also, like, I remember the Oprah show going off the air, and it feels like it wasn't over it's a decade ago. Oh, yeah. She retired. She's a billionaire. She's well, out, yeah, she's out there guess. having a time. I feel like she was on, still on TV. Well, she like, is, because she has her own network, like oh, the OWN. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, And she has her, like, book club and stuff. Like, I she's still out. Was it, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, and she had, like, a TikTok, and she would just post videos of her, like, harvesting her, like little um her garden i never saw that like a billion dollar like <laughs> property she seems so down to earth yeah you know that is a way to go through lockdown on oh, a nice yeah. little well, I mean, billion dollar you can farm have just people live with you and cook yeah. for you and you know i would like that anytime pull your weeds yeah be not even just during pandemic <laughs> but she went on to win over 45 emmys wow and like she created a huge book club mm-hmm. like I remember the fervor of the Oprah Winfrey book club. Like, you'd go to a bookstore and that little sticker. It meant everything. Oh, yeah, 100%. You just, like, sold out of your books. So she made over 4,500 episodes before she retired from her national show. That's crazy. Like, how do you even come up with, like... Topics. I know. Because, like, you're talking about a daytime show, so it went five days a week. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of that's material lot of that you would have need to cover. So good for her. She's done really well. <laughs> <laughs> she has. She's very good. But like, and like self-made. If you're talking about a person, she is self-made. Mm-hmm. Uh, pers- like she grew up very poor, no advantages. Yeah. And she became a broadcast journalist at a time when it was very hard for black women. I was just going to say, yeah, like, not even just women, but yeah. especially, yeah. And uh, for her to parlay that into an international phenomenon. Like, she did it. Oprah is famous. Everywhere. Yeah. There's Everywhere. not a person that doesn't know Oprah. I even remember being a kid and watching the show Drake and Josh, and the one character was obsessed with Oprah. And so even as, like, a kid, you don't yeah. watch Oprah. But you know who Oprah is. Yeah. Because, like, your parents watch her, or she's it's... in a show that you watch. Or, like... There would be, like, a little bit risque topics. So you'd, like, watch it after school sort of, like, surreptitiously. Yes, yes. Be like, ooh, like, look at what they're talking about. They're adults. Ooh. Yes. So I find that very interesting. <laughs> I like this one. The wave was first brought to worldwide attention during the 1986 FIFA World Cup in Mexico. I love that Was the, the wave not known? Apparently. Well, not known maybe enough. Locally. Maybe locally. Yeah, maybe, yeah. But this was national. Was international. International, you're yeah. right. Worldwide, yeah. Ooh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> but there's lots of like those little things that you don't even think about where they start or how they became a thing. You just think they're always there. Yeah. And how would how do they know this? 
Excellent question. Like, was the the other FIFA, like, no one had done the wave sin, like, before that? And then all of a sudden, 1986, one person was just like, come on, guys. This yeah, this so is what cool. we're going to do. <laughs> like, just follow my lead, yeah. and it'll go around. It'll be perfect. <laughs> just wait. I, so funny. That is kind of funny, because, like, how would you explain the I wave? Just like, I'm going to go, and you're going to delay. Like, follow me. But then me. you're going to delay, you're going to delay, you're going to delay. That's too funny. Have you ever been a part of a wave? Oh, probably. I don't think I have like been. Like at a, at a middle school pep rally, perhaps. Oh, you were pepped. You were well, involved in the pep. They tried. <laughs> we weren't too peppy. <laughs> um, popular films. Mm-hmm. We know that Sage is not a huge film and movie watcher. Well, definitely not, probably from 1986, So I'm, I'm, I'm going to name the films, and you're going to say whether you've heard of them mm-hmm. and or whether you've watched them. <laughs> Because, like, you might have heard of them. Yeah, just never watched them. Definitely. So, okay. we're going with the easy one. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Well, yes, of course. The new one just came out. So, I have so you've to heard know. of it? I've heard of it. Watched it? Nope. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. I have heard. I do know about it. They put the little hat. He's got his little hat. Yeah. He and he has, like, sorts? a little, like, he wears a little vest. And, yes. like, a necklace with... Crocodile teeth, I think. Yes. Yeah. Familiar, have not seen. <laughs> I haven't seen it in years. Probably not since I was a kid. I have seen Top Gun as a yeah, child yeah. and as an adult. Platoon. I know you love yourself a good war movie. <laughs> I feel like I've probably heard of it. Sounds like a war movie title. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Not yeah. That I, not to I don't knowledge. think I've seen it either. Karate Kid, part two. Um, obviously have heard of it yeah i don't think i i think the only karate kid that i have seen are you gonna say is the one with jeans i knew it (laughs) (laughs) i haven't seen that one i have seen the original karate kid i don't think i've seen part two i know what's his name ralph ralph machio Machio. i know him because he was i know him i know him i know him (laughs) (laughs) too funny they're star trek for the voyage home i know it i haven't seen it I i think i've I've only seen maybe episodes of Star Trek at like my grandma's house. Oh, this is Star Trek movies. The original cast came back in the 80s and did some movie films. Yeah, I think I've only seen like the odd episode here or there. Definitely not, I would not commit to a movie. (laughs) I remember we had these movies on VHS Mm -hmm. and like they played a lot in my house because my dad really liked Star Trek and. I can't say for sure that I've seen it from beginning to end, but I'm sure that I've seen bits and pieces enough. You've seen enough. Yes. Next, Aliens, the sequel to the beloved Alien. No. (gasps) No. Well, I mean, I know about it because of you. And like, you know, you you hear about it. Pop culture world. Yeah. Yeah. But I haven't seen it. I would recommend. It's the second one. It's more action, less horror than the first one. Oh, yeah. So. I'm not, like, super into horror, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a creepy, gross alien. He does his job. This one I have not heard of either. It's called Ruthless People. No. One of the biggest films really? of 1986. Who's in it? <laughs> so we don't Unknown. Know. <laughs> Unknown. <laughs> no one worth mentioning. Yeah. Hmm. The next one is The Color of Money, which is another Tom Cruise, Paul Newman. Mm, I feel like the flick. title... I saw it for the first time last year. Oh. <laughs> it, like, sounds like a movie I might have heard of. Yeah. Well, it's Paul Newman. Paul Newman is pretty famous. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Hello. Tom Cruise in the 80s, too. Hockey he was, like, the hunky yeah. man of the, the young, year or whatever. The young one. Yeah. And then the last one is The Money Pit, which I recall seeing 
not the movie, mm-hmm. but like I recall seeing the VHS case at like a blockbuster oh. video update browsing. Um, it has Tom Hanks in it. Oh, I yeah. like Tom Hanks. So it's like one of his like early I'm a comedy. I don't know if I've seen Tom Hanks act in a movie. I think I've just heard him voice. Because doesn't he voice Woody? Woody? Yeah. I think those are the only You've Tom never Hanks. seen like a Tom Hanks I don't think so. movie movie? What, what other, like what? Like what? Sleepless in Seattle, mm-hmm. You've Can't Got Mail, that. Philadelphia, no. Saving Private Ryan. No. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I think we found the only person ever to have not seen a live <laughs> action Tom Hanks I mean, film. It could have been, not, and then I'm just maybe not recalling, but. To my knowledge, the only ones that I have a memory of seeing are the Toy Stories. Get with Gen Z, Tom Hanks. What are you doing? A whole audience hasn't seen you. I know you. Chet Hanks, his son. <laughs> That's not something to be proud of. <laughs> um, popular musicians of the time. First on the list, Billy Joel. I love Billy Joel. Yeah. He's How do you not? Yeah. Toe Tapper. Robert Palmer. You familiar? No. What's he sing? He sings that song, Simply Irresistible. Sing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Shania Twain did a sort of parody on his fi- on his music video because he was in the front and there were like four women in mm-hmm. the back, no expressions on their faces, like playing, I'm using air quotes, their instruments. Yeah. And so when... Weird. Yeah. <laughs> when um, Shania Twain did her Man, I Feel Like a Woman, it's that exact video basically, oh, but roles funny. reversed. That yeah. is funny. I love Shania Twain. I do too. Lionel Richie. Oh, yes. I yes. do know Lionel Richie. Van Halen? Yeah. I know them, but I don't think I can name a song. I don't think so either. But, like, if, if you were to play me a song and say, this is Van Halen, I'd be like, like yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Makes I, sense I believe to me. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Police. I do know of The Police. Yes. Yeah. Fronted by one Sting. Yes. One, one name Sting. Sting. <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> uh, Debbie Harry. Mm, it's not ringing. She's the lead singer of Blondie. I'm surprised that they oh. have Debbie Harry on here and, and not Blondie. Blondie. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know this next one. Whitney Houston, oh, one of, of the biggest songs yeah. in 1986, <laughs> the greatest love of all time, apparently. Yeah. Not surprised. The Pretenders? Mm-mm. Oh, the Pretenders are good. What kind of music do you Like rock, do? like female female vocal oh, rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Genesis? Mm, yes, but I don't think I know their genre or any song. They're rock theirs. also, but you probably know them more in connection to like Phil Collins because he was their drummer. Oh, probably. Because Phil Collins is as he is now. Phil Collins, yeah. He has Lily Collins as his daughter. Mm-hmm. She's out there living in Paris. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> She's definitely in Paris. Um, this was like one of my favorite songs as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, so early 90s, The Bangles Walk Like an Egyptian. Okay, yes, I do know that song. <laughs> and it's so good. Yeah, I had the little tape for my Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, I will. Uh, <laughs> you had your Walkman. Yeah. I had my, I don't God, how old was I? I was like, I don't know. I could talk. I was walking. Yeah. I was like, I was a sentient being. <laughs> um, like elementary school. Yeah. Older, older end of elementary school. And I had my, like, my Mac computer in my room. Oh. And then, and then I had my iTunes account that I would like. Oh my gosh. Like you once had a iTunes. month I was allowed to like buy a song. Yeah. Um, and that was For like 69 cents or 99 cents. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It was less than a dollar. Yeah. Um, 
I was allowed to buy a song, and that was one of them. And then I'd put it on, like I'd have my little playlist yeah, like for bedtime, yeah. and I'd put it on, and that was one of them. <laughs> I'd have it like go to sleep after a little while. Yeah. And I don't know how I would fall asleep to walk like an Egyptian. I know it's a peppy tune. <laughs> no, but I love that song. Me too. Yeah. I love the Bangles. I love that song, Manic Monday, from them too. <gasps> yes, yeah. that's a good one. I didn't very, know that was good. them as well. And then, like, people that we know, Madonna. Oh, yes. Prince. Mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen. Of course. These are people that are still out and about. They are. In the world of too. music. So, yes. I was never, like, a huge Madonna person. My sister really, really liked Madonna. Mm-hmm. And, like, Madonna's fine. I, there's, like, one song that I have of hers on my playlist currently. Oh, really? Yeah. Which one is it? I don't remember. <laughs> the time goes by. Oh, so slowly. That that's, a, that's a good one. It has a sample from an ABBA song. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one. <laughs> so popular TV programs oh, of the I time. None of these. Yeah. So oh, well, first maybe. up, we have Tom Selleck's Magnum PI. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. yeah. Dynasty. So are these ones that like were like very popular in '86? Yeah. They came like out in these 86? are the top. Okay. Top. Top watched okay. of 1986. Makes sense. So Magnum P.I., Tom Selleck, he's still famous. Yeah. He's still making shows. Good for him. Dynasty was like an evening soap. I know nothing about it. I was absolutely not allowed to watch it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the, the soap opera seems so dramatic when you're a child, too. Yes. Because you're just like, oh, these camera angles, this music, <laughs> like the tension. Everything. Very yeah. drama. So I'm going to mention this one, Cagney and Lacey, which I have never seen. Mm-mm. Or, like, never seen fully. Okay. But it had two female detectives. I think I'm remembering the right one. Okay. And one of them was Tyne Daly, who, like, went on to be on, like, Judging Amy and, like, a million oh, other things. Okay. Like, a really, like, well-known older actress. And, like, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I feel like I'm right. So <laughs> okay. we're going to go with I'm right. The next one, Cheers. Yes, okay. Did you watch that one? No. <gasps> never? I don't think so. I remember, like, watching it. It had to have been playing on, like, one of those retro TV channels or something. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen so many episodes of Cheers. Like, so, <laughs> what, so, so what many. What is it about? They're, uh, they work at a bar. The bar is called Cheers. Oh, okay. And, like, is they it, like, know everybody. Where everybody knows your name. You don't know that theme song? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> is it, um, like, a It had Ted like Danson. Yeah. Okay. Ted Danson. Um, Kelsey Grammer originated oh, okay. the character Frasier. On yes, Cheers, I do know and then Frasier. it spun off and did its own Fraserness. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would be remiss if I did not mention this one for my mom, if nothing else. Okay. Remington Steel with one Pierce Brosnan. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Murder She Wrote. I do know that one. Did you ever watch Murder She Wrote? No. It's like a cozy well, mystery show, but actually, also probably at my grandma's house. She was probably watching. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Also, though. This is the thing that has bothered me since I was like 10 years old with mm-hmm. Murder, She Wrote, mm-hmm. is she travels around. My favorite episodes were always the one in Cabot Cove, where she's like, <laughs> that's where she like lives. Yeah. So you have your like regular people or whatever. Uh, but she would travel around and people would just die and she would never be a suspect. Why are there so much murders around you, Jessica Fletcher? Why are you never a suspect? At 10 years old, I was like, why is she never a suspect? See, that's why she's so good. Yeah. Because she actually, she was the one committing the crime. Yeah. Maybe she's the most prolific killer of our time. (laughs) Could be. And we just don't know it. So that's good. Hard to say. Controversially, big, big show of the 1980s. Not at the time, Mm -hmm. but now. (laughs) Cosby Show. So big show. Like, huge, huge, huge show. Yeah. Obviously, we look back at it with a different lens now. Absolutely, yes. Not anymore. And lastly... A little scary show for your liking, The Twilight Zone. Oh, I, I 
I definitely know of it. I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, a whole episode. Yeah. I'm probably just, like, flipping through TV. Like, The Twilight Zone was, I think, based on the film. I think the film came first and then the show. Oh. But I do think that a show like The Twilight Zone is a precursor to shows like X-Files and Outer mm-hmm. Limits and Millennium, where it's, like, basically horror, but, like, yeah. as a TV genre. Yeah. So not all of the Twilight Zone stuff is, like, scary, scary. Some of it is, like, Black mirror S. Oh, uh, yeah. Where it's, like, alternate stuff. But I was scared of it as a kid. <laughs> Everything is kind of scary when you're a kid, though. Yes, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. Big births that year. Oh, yeah. Notable people. Okay. That we would know now. All right. One Claire Brown. Yeah, of course. <laughs> on February 1st. <laughs> Put that on the list. Um, Amelia Clark. The Mother of Dragons. Yes, okay. Herself. Uh, Lady Gaga. Wow. Mm-hmm. Usain Bolt, who is the fastest man alive. Uh, he runs for Jamaica. Yes. He's very fast. And his name is Usain Bolt. Bolt. His his daughter's name. It's something funny, too. It, it's like, oh, gosh, what is it? It's it's like Olympia Lightning Bolt. Yeah. Something like that. It's a fabulous name. I love it. She's going to be so fast so when she's good. older. Yeah. So one Drake was born in my year. Wow, big year. Yeah. And also Richard Madden, who is also most famously probably from Game of Thrones. Yeah. As Rob Stark. Yeah. There's probably other people, but apparently they weren't notable enough to be notable births. (laughs) You have to be a certain level of fame. Yeah. A certain level of fame. I do think that I should start a letter writing campaign to put myself here on this list. I think so. But. Well, I mean, like Drake made it on the list. I know. so. So it feels like I could be. And just an aside for technology, mm-hmm. first laptop computer in 1986. Wow. Yeah. By IBM. I love how they call it a laptop computer. Yeah. Laptop computer. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't know. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just laptop. laptop. We know. We know what we're, yeah. we know what we're doing. <laughs> I love so that. funny. Laptop technology has come a long way. That is for sure. Another, like, technology thing was internet mail access protocol was established and they renamed it email that's the first name (laughs) (laughs) so like like who came up with they really that was a good rebranding for them in 1986 (laughs) why don't you just go with email yeah because internet i just have to go check my it doesn't hit the same. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make any as opposed to electronic mail. Yeah. Which like makes way more sense. So that's so funny. I know. I there was one that I found really interesting because it's just something so little, but it means the world. <laughs> um, Jim Moylan invented the gas tank indicator, the little triangle arrow that is beside your little gas tank. Oh, so it would tell you which car. side of your so car you, you need side. to be going? Yes. And so that was in 1986, and it was introduced in select Ford models in 1989, and he chose not to patent it, so other companies could use it too. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, I think, like, older vehicles used to have their gas tanks under the license plate. In the back? Yeah. That's interesting. So then it wouldn't matter. You just always know what's in the back. Yeah. So maybe when, <laughs> like, redesigns came, they then, were like, well, what if I'm renting a car? What if I'm borrowing a car? What if I have to walk around to the other side of the car? I know. It's on. And then you have to, like, drive back. Yeah, like, right. that's interesting. That's like yeah. an invention of necessity. Right? That... Like, it's something you don't think of. No. But it's so handy to know. So, oh, I love see, that. There it is. Yeah. Oh, 
And he didn't patent it. <laughs> and he didn't so patent nice. it. He's like, this will help people yeah. use it. Yeah. So oh. nice. Nice guy. <laughs> it's, that's interesting. I would have never even thought about that. No. Okay. Yeah. And it, okay. and it yeah. <laughs> he did, though. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, I like that one, too. Maybe that's my favorite invention of the year because <laughs> yeah. it's like so small so small and yet i use it every time i go get to get gas even though i have one car i was gonna like, your car for you. i know i have and like every time i when i drive up to it i think to myself is that the right side and i always look down i'm like yes see mine is, i've never been wrong but i just i keep thinking side? it is on my driver's okay, side okay yeah so, so i have no excuse i was to gonna say know. i just know that i never have to go around it's always just right there well and i just i trick myself into thinking that i was wrong because you never know. One day you might wake up and it might be on yeah. the other side. Plus, I drove a vehicle that was not mine once and I went to go get gas <laughs> and I drove up as, as mm-hmm. I do in my vehicle. Mm-hmm. And then I had to be one of those people that had to like redo, had to go in oh, the car the and come that, like, around. Oh, you it all the way around? I don't think it would fit. The vehicle was seemed too, too big. big. That's fair. And I was like, that's not going to work. And now I'm one of those people. That's like a re- really common thing. I didn't know. Well, I see it happen at like the Costco gas station a lot yeah. because you just get a spot where you get a spot yeah. there. But in the States, like people, it doesn't matter what side your gas tank is. People just pull it around. and. Well, I think it's like taller. It is. I think they have more. It, Canadians are just so much nicer. They're like, oh, I'll just go to my, <laughs> I'll go my right spot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll go, go around. around. I'll back up. No worries. Like, ugh. Yeah, so I felt foolish. I think that was in the same year that I asked a mechanic to turn my horn down. So I was having a really bad <laughs> what year. <did> he... <laughs> what was the answer to that? The answer was no. Was that ma'am? was impossible. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> my horn is very loud for my small car. That's fair. And but I just I coming. thought that they could do something. Just turn something. the dial down a little bit. <laughs> I just wanted to double check, that's all. I love that. There are no stupid questions. No. <laughs> Except for that one. <laughs> that one specifically. Mm. So, before we let you go today, we're going to recount what we are reading, watching, listening. We hope you enjoyed our 1986 retrospective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like doing these. They're fun. Like, I don't know what years we can do next. We'll have to just pick something random. Yeah. like something Maybe something like... in the middle. Oh, that'd be fun. And we'll see what's happening. See, that's a good idea. So, yeah. or if some of our listeners have a suggestion for a year... Yeah, if there's like a year where like know. Cr- some crazy stuff was going on. Yeah. Or some Basically crazy every, so 2020? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Let's see what we remember. Um, Sage, what have you been reading? I have been reading. I just finished um, Get a Life, Chloe Brown oh, like by Talia Hibbert. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm like 2% into the second one. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's three in the series, yeah. like the Brown Sister series. So the first one is Get a Life, Chloe Brown. I just started Take a Hint, Danny Brown. And then the last one is Act Your Age, Eve Brown. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the first one. The first one was Me super too. cute. Um, it, it's like black women, um, like bigger bodies, different bodies type yeah. thing, like chronic illness. Mental health um, issues. Mental health. Yeah. But like a cute little romance. Yeah. It's very sweet. Very um, like grounded, like little romance. Yeah. yeah. British. So yeah. they have like, you know, I and like it's very too. witty. Like the, <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked her writing. Um, a little spicy. Yeah. A little spicy, but it was very cute. I liked it a lot. Nice. So that's, yeah. For the first time ever, maybe, uh, non-romance. Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> what so happened here? I know. I read Winter Counts by David Heska Wambly-Wyden, I think. 
And it's an indigenous thriller Mm -hmm. uh, taking place in the U.S. Um, And it's about a man who works, lives, has been raised on a reserve. And his nephew lives with him now. So he's guardian of his nephew. And there's just a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. So he, there's some like drug issues. His, His nephew seems to be getting into the culture a little bit. He's sort of lived himself a little bit outside the law. He's sort of the person that people go to when the police or other (laughs) systems fail them. And he'll exact a different Mm. brand of justice. Interesting. Um, And then his nephew gets sort of caught up in some things and he needs to get out of it a little bit. So it's kind of a noir thriller a little bit. The twists were very predictable in the second half, but it was a debut novel. Mm -hmm. Really well done. For the book club, right? Yeah, so it's for Reader Rendezvous on our Discord. So if you are interested in joining that, um, you most certainly can. You can just go to our website, look for Reader Rendezvous, and you'll see the QR code to join our Discord. And there's just a lot of discussion going on in the Discord about it, which is great. Um, Really lend itself well to reading as a group and, mm-hmm. and having those points to discuss. So overall, I did enjoy it. Good. But uh, yeah, not my... But it's not, not a Not 100% romance. my vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been watching? Um, I've been re-watching... I just kind of put it on the background. Grey's Anatomy. You're back in it. I'm back in it. I'm on like <laughs> season 10 now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's You're just, like in it, in it. Yeah. And like I've watched it all. Like, it's just one of those shows I can put on while I'm, like, cooking, yeah. just as background Where noise. you don't have to think about, oh, what do I feel like? Yeah, because I, yeah. I remember, like, the big hits of, like, things that happen throughout the show. Yeah. But then you forget about all the little episodes or, like, little things that happen. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I the forgot side about quests. that. The side quests, exactly. <laughs> and, like, it's it's funny. There's the drama. I'm crying. I'm laughing, <laughs> you know? It's hitting all the things. It is, yeah. Nice. So, I'm also doing know. a rewatch. But my rewatch is The West Wing. Oh, yes. So I went deep in on X-Files in the fall. And now I'm so (laughs) in on The West Wing, which isn't streaming anywhere. And it's streaming in the United States. So what, do you have it on DVD? Um, Yes. But also, because of convenience, I did treat myself. To a VPN? No. To Apple, iTunes. I bought the entire series. Oh, okay. Just so that I can, like, watch it from wherever I am. That's fair. It's so bad. Like, but in my defense, it was on sale at Christmas. Well, then then no defense needed. (laughs) You're an adult woman. (laughs) But this is the the really bad thing. So I started watching it the week before Christmas. Mm -hmm. I am now in its fifth season. I've been working this whole time. Yeah. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Like, we are recording this early January. You guys will hear it the third week of February. I will be done West Wing by the time you hear this based on the rate that I'm currently going. So if anyone wants to get into West Wing, do it. We have the DVDs here at the mm-hmm. library. Or treat yourself to a nice Whatever iTunes you feel like doing. <laughs> digital copy. Um, yeah, what have you been watching? Or no, not watching. What have you been listening to, to? I have been listening to. So I had started to read the um, biography I'm Glad My Mom Died by Janet oh, yeah. McCurdy. And then... You know, life happens. I had, like, two books at home. I got overwhelmed. I didn't read either of them. <laughs> um, so I, and there was a million holds on it, so I brought yeah. it back. But a very nice coworker of ours, she has it on, um, like, uh, Audible. Oh, and yeah. she bought it on there. Um, so she gave me her login credentials <laughs> so I can listen to it whenever I like. Um, nice. So I started that. So I'm just kind of getting back into I had read the first chapter, I think. Yeah. But I'm just starting over. Um, but Jeanette McCurdy was, like, a... 
um, a tween like child, yeah, yeah, like tween kid actor um, was on the really popular show iCarly, as well as like Sam and Cat, very yeah. good shows. Um, so it's just like her experience with like that and the relationship she had with her mother. Um, there's a lot of like talk of like uh, like pretty sensitive topics yeah. too, like with that. So. Um, it's good. It is really good. And she reads it as well. And I had seen a lot of her interviews. Like, I think she went on, what is it, like, Red Table Talk? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada Smith's, like, Facebook show. And yeah. she talked about it on there. And that's kind of when I was like, oh, I, I want to start listening to that. So, very interesting, um, her life and just, you know, having a mom that wished she was an actor. And now she has a daughter. And guess what? That's your life now. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's good. I would recommend it. And it's nice listening to her. That's been on my list, too. I think I'm definitely going to listen to it also. Yeah. I really like when, like, memoirs or autobiographies are read by the person who wrote them. I think that it's, it feels, like, a little bit more, like, intimate. Like, they're talking to you instead of, like, you just being told. Yeah. Yeah. So I do really like that. As long as, I mean, they're a good performer. I mean, she's obviously a former actress, so she probably (laughs) knows knows how to, like, deliver the lines. So that's good. Um, I've been listening to the album Stick Season by Noah Kahan, I think his last name is, K-A-H-A-N. Okay. And so he was originally brought to me by TikTok. I think because we talked about him maybe the last yeah. time, like so one like, of his songs. Yeah. One of his songs, which the title track, mm-hmm. Stick Season, um, is one of my favorite songs released last year. But I really, really like the whole album, and I would definitely recommend it. It's mm-hmm. very, like... Um, like, sort of folk rock adjacent okay. kind of vibes. Very, um, I really like him as a lyricist. Mm-hmm. And I'm very sad because he is touring. And he said it was a North American tour. And he is going to Vancouver and Toronto. That's where they always go. Yeah, that's not yeah. a North American tour. That's an American tour <laughs> with two Canadian dudes. So I'm feeling a little bit salty about but it. he's still like a smaller. He is still smaller. That's yeah. why I wanted him to like come to like smaller something place. smaller here. <laughs> it's so disappointing yeah. when they do that. Yeah. So anyways. Forget about Alberta. I'll survive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next time. Exactly. So thank you all for joining us today. Mm-hmm. We hope you had a fun time with us hope revisiting you some 1986. Fun facts, yeah, or interesting facts, yeah, things like gas tank. Uh, Who indicated. Who would have known if we hadn't told you? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have known ever. <laughs> so good job, you. Um, so we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>